Hello, and welcome to Zap the Gender Pay Gap, the podcast series where we expose the elephant in the room. The elephant's name, the gender pay gap. I am coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee, located on the banks of the mighty Mississippi River. Nestled in the southwest corner of the state, Memphis is home to the blues, barbecue, and so much more. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thank you so very much for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. If you listen to me on Apple, Spotify, Google, and YouTube, please like and subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. On last week, I told you about the most wonderful time I had in Nashville. I was there attending MobileCon, the number one conference for women in business founded by Dr. Felicia Phillips. We were at the historic Gaylord Opryland Hotel. If you've been to the Gaylord, all I have to do is just say the name. If you have not been there, please add it to your list. I must admit, I am still floating on cloud nine from the experience. A great big thank you to Dr. Felicia and her team for a job very well done. I had the chance to meet some amazing people, laugh out loud at the comedy extravaganza, and glean valuable insights from our awesome speakers. One of the speakers who spent a number of years in corporate America and rose to executive ranks within human resources shared an alarming statistic. She asked us to guess what percent of women failed to negotiate when it comes to pay, what say you? Are you thinking 50%, 60%? No, from her experience in making hiring and promotion decisions, a whopping 80% of women didn't ask for more money when negotiating salary. Want to know one of the reasons she stated as to why women don't negotiate? In many cases, Women have been socialized to settle. Instead of asking for more, we accept what is offered. We take what we get. Can you relate? I am not pointing a finger because I have accepted a job offer and did not negotiate or ask for a higher salary. There are a number of reasons why we don't ask, but if it keeps up, we will not have to wonder why when it comes to pay, women keep getting left behind. My independent research indicates that more women are negotiating when it comes to pay. One survey even indicated that women are negotiating at a higher rate than men, but I don't believe that that is the norm and my research does not bear that out. So the real reason is not though what percent of women are negotiating. The real question is, whether or not you are willing to negotiate and if you are confident and have the skills and ability to negotiate for higher pay. The Memphis Business Journal recently published an article that said, although the job market has softened, companies are still budgeting strong raises for 2024. Now that sounds like good news to me. Would you agree? Now that the money's in the budget, The goal is to get that money from the company's budget into your bank account. 
Are you one of those high performers who keep getting left behind when it comes to getting a raise? Is it because you're making some mistakes? Speaking of making mistakes, let me tell you about this one. One day, I had a break in meetings and decided to stop into an eatery to grab a bite to eat and catch up on some work. I parked in a quiet corner away from the traffic and the noise. Although there were people sitting nearby, I tried to position myself to minimize distractions. At the table closest to me were three people. Periodically, one person would leave and another would come to the table. I soon realized that the people at the table worked for the eatery. One was either the manager or the GM. He was asking about their numbers and discussed what they were doing well and what needed to be improved. From the nature of the conversation, I realized that the people coming to the table were in leadership positions, either crew leaders or shift leaders or the like. Now, I don't make a practice of eavesdropping on others' conversation. I like my privacy, and I seek to respect the privacy of others. But when I heard this, my ears stood at attention. The manager asked a female who had come to the table to talk with him about if about a raise. And he said this, if I ask you why I should give you a raise, what would you say? She squirmed in her chair and sheepishly said, I'd say because I work. He was not impressed and neither was I. I wanted to make time stand still and have a coaching moment with that young lady. With that reply, getting a raise is probably not in her near future, at least not a strong raise. Why do I say that? Because working hard is not a reason to get a raise. Now, if working hard produces results, that's the reason to get a raise. I really wish this young lady had said, I deserve a raise because you can rely on me to not only meet but exceed expectations. Check out my numbers. Sales on my shifts are the highest of all. People like working with me because they feel valued and as though they are part of the team. We know our customers by name and give them a great customer experience every time they're here. Look at spoilage on my, my shift. Very few throwaways and no inventory shortages. We set everything up for the next shift so they are ready to serve our customers with excellence. The numbers show that. Am I correct? At this point, I could hear what my dad would say. I know I am right about it. Now, which response do you think would result in earning a strong raise? Because I work hard or because the numbers show my hard work produces results that the customer and the company wants. I'd say the latter, wouldn't you? So I say again, when your company starts paying out raises that they budgeted for 2024, where will you be in the number? Will you be at the head of the line with the highest raise or will you keep getting left behind? Now, although the battle for, ta for talent is not as intense as it was in 2022, according to a recent article, Experts say that many workers are planning to ask for raises. Are you? Please don't make the same mistake that young lady did, thinking that working hard would get her a raise. Not necessarily. 
you need to have some evidence. Just as in a court of law, you want to present enough evidence for the jury, in this case, your boss and your boss's boss, to say, she's guilty, your honor. She's guilty. Give that woman her raise. She earned it. Now, speaking of getting a raise, I am opening up three new one-on-one -on -one coaching slots to show women in the workplace how to raise their pay in the next 90 days so they don't keep getting left behind. Message me back if you're interested in hearing more. Go to GwendolynJTucker.com and click on contact. You can reach me there. I will also put a link in the show notes to this episode. Just check out the description box on how you can reach me. Remember women, you work hard for your money. I'd love to show you how to take home all of it. I thank you so very much for joining me today. Please plan to join me next time when I disclose some more mistakes women make when it comes to getting a raise. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to make these mistakes. I look forward to seeing you here next Wednesday at noon Central Standard Time for the next episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Until then, please be well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Zap the Gender Pay Gap. Please rate, review, and subscribe to or follow me wherever you get your favorite podcast. I am your host, Gwendolyn Tucker. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time.